Hey Coast Wizard listeners, before we begin today's episode, a quick word from our sponsor Zenler Ninjas. That's Z N L R ninjas.com for all your new Zenler needs whether it's virtual assistants or you need site migration and everything in between. Zenler Ninjas can handle it, so check them out and now let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, Course Wizards. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli, and I'm here with my friend Amit Aurora. How are you doing today, Amit? Chris, I'm great. Thank you to our listeners, to our watchers for listening and watching us on the Course Wizard podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We've enjoyed doing this. And today, uh, we think you're going to like the topic because we're going to talk about work hustle balance. Have you ever heard of that, Amit? You just made this up, man. I'm excited. I did make it up. (laughs) So you've all heard about work-life balance, right? We try to have work-life balance. Make sure that our work doesn't overtake our life, that we have enough life at the end of the day, that sort of thing. But as people who have side gigs, we all need to have work hustle balance, right? We need to have balance between our work and also that side gig, that side hustle. And so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today or some of the things we have to think about to make sure that we don't let that hustle or the work overtake one, the other, that sort of thing, but that we have a good balance. Uh, What's your hustle right now, Amit? Yeah, so this is the perfect topic for someone like me, Chris, because you do your hustle full-time Mine is part-time because I do have a full-time job. It pays well enough for me to make these awesome walls behind me and (laughs) just pay for cheese and wine and all that fun stuff in life, right? But And medical, can't forget medical. But my side hustle is my YouTube channel, this podcast, my blog, uh, which generates me some income. And then eventually the goal is to have that overtake my main hustle income like my full-time job so I can quit my full-time job but yeah I think this is great because it is hard especially post-pandemic where everyone has been working from home to draw that line and be committed to your full-time job and not get fired from it because you're just so into your side hustle that you're doing it even during your full-time job. That's right and and I find that it's difficult to balance too because even though I do work at home all day and I have my freelance in that, you know, I still have the side hustle of things like course wizards here, as well as with, with what we're doing with writing momentum, you know, we, we do, we work on a lot of freelance projects, but we have things like right now we have our writing moments where we write with other writers and that's kind of a side hustle. Right. And yeah, you're right. It's difficult sometimes to find, okay, how much of my day do I allocate to one or the other and, and when, you know, what do I do and when and that sort of thing. So that's what we're talking about. And so if you've got a side hustle that you've been working on, maybe it's your courses. Uh, we hope that you'll find this insightful. Yeah. Yep, let's get into it, Chris. So what's our first thing we're going to talk about? All right, so the first thing uh, that we really really want to talk about are how we want to start by setting a goal. You want to have a goal for that side hustle. What are you expecting from it? And when will you say, okay, this needs to become my main gig now, right? Is Is there a monetary goal that you're saying, okay, once I know that I make X amount per month, 
I can quit that full-time job and my side hustle becomes my main hustle? Or is it how many hours you're putting into it? Or is it that you want to have a certain something that you achieve on a product? What, what is it or a project? What is it that makes you say, okay, that's my goal. That's, that's what I'm going with. I think for me, Amit, I think it is monetary. If I knew that I got to a certain place with finances in my side hustle, then I'd say, you know what? I can take on a lot less freelance projects, if any at all, because I've now got a full-time thing going with my hustle. How about you? Yep, I think same here. Um, monetary here as well. But one thing that I would add to this is what is the amount of work, right? You said, like, if maybe in the beginning when you're setting up the side hustle, let's say it's a YouTube channel, because I relate mm -hmm. to it, you're putting in, let's say, two to three hours a night after your full-time job. Maybe you have kids who go to bed. Now you're going in, recording. Nighttime is the best time to record anyways, but you're putting in that time, you're recording, editing, recording, editing, and you're really religious with it. Now you've got it on autopilot. Now the question is, do you really want to quit your main hustle? Or yeah. if your side hustle starts bringing in the income that you've put in the work, do you want to just put that on autopilot? So yeah. that's another thing to consider is what's the give and take? Yeah. And, and are you putting in, how, how much is it requiring of you and your energy and your time? And if, it, if it's like not requiring much, maybe, yeah, keep both going. Right. But if it does require a lot, then, you know, you need to take that break. Yep. All, All right, right. So the next one is set boundaries between the two, most likely by schedule and, yeah, I would agree because so on my setup right now, I have this huge long desk. It's like 60 inches long. I have my work computer and my private, like my personal computer right next to each mm -hmm. other. And I work exclusively remote, right? Yeah. So it is really easy for me to pop over here really quick, check my personal computer and then go back to my work computer. But that switching context in my brain takes me a lot longer to be focused at work. And sometimes my productivity can suck and then that could lead to poor reviews and potentially me getting fired because I didn't do my job. So mm -hmm. I think time boundaries and even just like shutting down your personal computer, maybe if you are uh, more, I don't know the word, uh, religious about it than I am because I can't do that. I still have to, I keep it on and just keep checking it. Probably not a good thing, but I do like, I do 40, 50 minutes of work and maybe take a five minute break, kind of like the Pomodoro technique and then check my personal computer, then go back to my work computer. I like how you have two different workstations there in the same room because it does create a very clear division in your mind. When you're working on one computer, you know that that's your focus right then. And then when you're going to your other computer, that becomes your focus then. But you're right. If you're jumping between the two too much, then I'm sure you do lose productivity. Uh, and ideally, me, I could go on my work computer. I could go to my personal sites, but I just mm -hmm. don't want to do that. Sure, sure. I, I you know, I, I like to set boundaries um, partly by schedule. I will do it by schedule. Say this, you know, during the morning, I might work on uh, freelance stuff, afternoon, other stuff. And I change it each day. It depends on what I've got on my list. But what I do is every morning, I usually start off with three things I need to finish that day. And I try to always make one of those things a what I call a needle mover. That's something for my side gig. And then I try to make one thing something for a freelance client that I can just really dive deep on. 
and then a lot of times I'll have an errand or something. And that'll be my third thing. So I, I kind of divide it up by priority like that just to make sure, okay, I'm going to hit one each day because I found that if I go too many days without working on my side hustle, I feel like I'm not moving the needle. But yeah. if I go too many days without working on my work, I know I'm not bringing in my main income. So yeah, you've got to definitely find that balance between the two. Yep. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for sure. It is definitely hard. Uh, so the next thing you can do is you can build your side hustle while you work by outsourcing. And I love this one. And this, this is one that um, I know I'm not, you and I have talked about this a lot. I've talked about this with my wife a lot about how to maximize our time by getting our side hustle working even when we're not working it right? Be, by by hiring someone to say, okay, I want you to be a virtual assistant for me. And while I'm doing my main job, I want here's what I want you to do on my side hustle. And it's kind of a way to duplicate yourself. And I know you do that too, don't you? And we have talked so much about it that Chris still hasn't taken action on it. <laughs> oh, no, I have. I have a full-time VA now. Uh, oh, nice. And I, I don't know if we've talked about that uh, recently. I know we talked no. about the one that you were uh, farming out all the Pinterest stuff to. Yes, so she's yes, full-time VA now. She, she's our full-time VA, and she does uh, more than Pinterest for us now. Uh, and uh, yeah, she, she's consuming a lot of that kind of stuff for us, just doing it for us. So much so that it just kind of becomes addictive, right? Once you get someone to do that stuff for you, you start to think of all the other things that you could give them. And, and you know, we've said before, really, what the goal is to only do what only you can do and let someone else do the things that anyone could do. And that's, that's what we often think about is, okay, is there a way that we can farm more of this out to someone else? Right. <laughs> so tell us, tell us a bit more, Chris, like rough ballpark, how much are you paying her per hour, per month, per project? And what are the kind of tasks that she's doing? So we're, we're doing it by um, really by project. What we wanted is we wanted to have one. We also record a podcast called Writing Momentum. It's for writers to learn about writing, publishing, marketing, that sort of thing. And we wanted to make sure that every time we had one of those podcasts hit, that we had a blog created about it with our trans an edited transcript in there. We wanted to have then social media images, about um, seven social media images for each social channel that hit on all those channels at the same time, including idea pins for Pinterest, which are a lot like uh, story pins for um, uh, um, Instagram. Instagram. And so, uh, so yeah, so doing all of that, uh, that's, that's actually quite a bit of work. She also does our thumbnails for YouTube. Um, so that's taken care of as well as she comes up with all our keywords. We have her using some of the lifetime deals we've found like niches to create all our keywords and our descriptions for our different pins and our different social media uh, channels. And so on a weekly ba basis, we're paying, uh, I'm going to say it's under $100 a week. So it's a, it's a wow. good deal. Um, but she does all of that on a weekly basis. Yeah. And how much time has that freed up for you? It's, you know, honestly, it's not as much as it's freed up time as it has taken. It's, it's cr created a whole bunch of things that we otherwise weren't doing that we knew we had to do, but we couldn't fit into our schedule. <laughs> right? right. I mean, we tried, it, it, it would have taken hours, hours and hours to create all of that ourselves. Um, 
And so, yeah, we just, we weren't doing it though. And so we realized we need to hire someone to do this. And so it's well worth it when someone does all that kind of stuff for you. How, how many VAs do you have now, Amit? I am down to uh, two VAs now. Yeah. yeah. I had three, but, I'm down to two, but we do have episode 131, how to hire a virtual assistant to help with your course creation. So I think yes. our listeners should go listen to that. Or watch, no, I don't know if we have had that on YouTube yet. Episode 91, hiring a virtual assistant in 2021. So not, not a lot has changed. And then episode 19, how to share passwords with your virtual <laughs> assistant. So we've yeah. talked about this quite a bit. It's a popular topic and it's one that we run across a lot because as a course creator, as someone who's got a side hustle, you can't do everything yourself. You've got yeah. to duplicate yourself. And this is one way to do it. Um, and we have fiverr.com we have upwork.com we have onlinejobs.ph did you find her through fiverr found her through fiverr i absolutely did yep sure did which uh uh surprised me because she had her own side business but i found her through fiverr um and um i've had the best luck there there's i've tried several of the others i tried onlinejobs.ph several times i just never really had good luck with it for what i'm doing um and this this worked for me yeah all right. So the next one we have is you can outsource to people, but you can also outsource to apps. And Chris, you have a good example here of Social Bee. You mentioned in our previous episode, Social Bee is a content scheduling platform, right? So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So like, let's say you have a, um, uh, you want to put social posts out on all the networks. You want to have whenever, like, for instance, whenever we have our podcast created, I'm talking about the Writing Momentum podcast, we want to have posts go out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Pinterest, okay, that let people know that that podcast is live. And we actually want to have multiple posts go out. Well, to go and log on to each one of those platforms and to put your post on there just takes time, especially when you're doing multiple, let's say you're doing like seven of them, like we are for each episode. That takes a lot of time going. Each platform, schedule each one out. Well, there is software out there like Socialbee, which is our favorite. And Socialbee allows you to schedule that content to all of those places in one place all at once. So all we have to do is we take all those posts that we've created, drop them into Social Bee and say, here, put these on all these channels. And it will do that for us. And so that's a way to really crunch down on your time. Uh, I like to say it's like having my own social media marketing team working right. for me because they go out and Social Bee does all that work that a team would do for me. And, uh, and that's really sm- a smart way to use an app. Anytime you can find an app that can create a shortcut for you, you want to do that. And, and I know you, you do that too. I know you really maximize apps a lot, don't you? Yep. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But one, the one that I use currently, which is all not similar to like auto posting things, but mm-hmm. to assigning things is I use ClickUp, but I used to use Trello uh, yeah. for my VAs. So I can assign tasks to them and then they can just go do it. And I can add Loom videos to that and whatnot. Asana is a good one for that. Uh, But if you cannot afford VAs, uh, my next point here is leverage automation tools like Zapier or Pabli Connect, which is on lifetime deal to take some of that burden off of you. Now, a good example is I have a cart software, which is Thrivecart. I have our school in New Zealand. 
anytime someone purchases in thrivecart i want to enroll them in newsender can mm-hmm. i do that manually yeah of course i can i can wait and to see whenever order do, comes they? in yeah and then i go and manually enroll this person once i get an order but why mm-hmm. do that if because that's not scalable you can only do that so many times a day if you're getting 4 5 6 7 8 orders a day you're not going to keep doing that each and every time because it's a repeatable task let's just give it to a software that's built for that yeah yeah excellent well said well said and then finally uh you need to have a long term plan okay this is a little different from setting the goal because you want to know what do you plan to do with your side hustle over the next month over the next quarter over the next year over the next 3 years 5 years what's your long term plan if you plan that out it helps keep that side hustle in balance because you're not just working on it you know all the time because you know what all you're trying to do is meet those goals and uh, by doing that i think you can have a lot more success yeah i i think monetary wise the goal to keep in mind here is how much are you making with your main hustle do you mm-hmm. really want to replace your side hustle with your main hustle and if so do you have maybe like 3 to 6 months of runway right if yes. you have 6 months of cash saved then you can ideally quit for 6 months if you have covered all the expenses even if you have yeah. a family you have covered like the medical expenses anything that could potentially go wrong if you have young kids knock on wood should be fine young kids don't go to the doctor as often right mm-hmm. if you're in good shape if you have all that covered then you have 6 months of runway and then you can really think about okay i have to really save up for 6 months and then give it a real shot and if it doesn't work out in 6 months the job market is hot i'll just go back in the job force that's exactly right exactly right all right we'll go ahead and give us a recap on what we talked about today before we close out yep so we talked about starting by setting a goal for your side hustle what are you expecting from it when will it become your main gig that was one of the first questions to ask yourself set boundaries between your work and your side hustle life don't do it all from one computer or it'll be too tempting to kind of hold yourself back right uh build your side hustle while you're working by outsourcing to VAs find them on uh uh fiverr upwork uh, onlinejobs.ph you can also outsource to apps like social bee so chris you had a good example about that uh use automation tools like zapier and public connect so you can have all this automation built out and you don't have to do it manually and then finally have a long term plan yeah very very good well listen we hope that your side hustle that your course is doing well that you're able to also find that work hustle balance. We uh hope if you've enjoyed this episode that you will rate, review, subscribe and share it with someone who you know is into the online training space because this is the th- those are our kind of people and we know that they uh, uh can learn a lot from this kind of stuff and and we hope that you are too. So again, rate, review, subscribe and share and we thank you for joining us again today. This is Ahmed and Chris saying Keep creating. Keep creating. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com. 
Hey course creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi apps. That's writing.fyi apps.